Jack's going to become the oldest coach, supplanting Tom Coughlin, who was 65 when he beat the Patriots in Super Bowl 46. And there it is. The dynasty continues. Welcome into Views from the Sideline. It is August 13th, 2019. I am your host back in the studio, Chris Pappas. Welcome Along- back. Thank you, Malik. Welcome back, Chris. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Alongside me, my co-host, Malik Hill. We have a new co-host in the building today. We have a brand new co-host. Magic Hands. Give it up for Mag- Magic Hands, everybody. No, no noises? You just miming it today? sound of no. you could you could at least birdman rub your hands in the microphone to give some or you do the lebron <laughs> don't worry nobody saw you just hit your mic and make it almost knock over that's okay listen we should have started the show with daniel jones touchdown pass because he's the next goat the next goat. and yes maybe the next eli manning you messed it up on that one uh, you live and you learn even though tom brady is the current goat but we're all about making predictions. I probably should have done Daniel Jones or Sam Darnold. Daniel Jones. So welcome in. <laughs> Today is a special day. The NFL season is just around the corner. Training camps are going. Hard knocks is going. Antonio Brown couldn't get his helmet back, but he's playing. For some, I thought he wasn't going to play. I exactly. thought he was going to stop playing football because he doesn't have the right helmet. Come on, man. Retire. What are you doing? I heard rumors. That the training staff in Oakland, they cut his peanut butter jelly diagonal instead of, instead of straight, and he wasn't going to do it. Pittsburgh treated him so much better. Yeah, but I was always told if if you cut your uh, if you went to a school with your with your lunch and you had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and it was cut diagonally, that meant your mother loved you. Mine always was cut. Theory from Joey. <laughs> <laughs> this mean it? Mine was always Antonio cut. Brown has deeper issues than we thought. <laughs> uh, but on today's show, we're going to be breaking down. The NFL, we're going to be giving our predictions for the AFC, the NFC, and all things Detroit Lions because yeah. we got to hit you guys with a little depression before we start the NFL season. Joey, anything you want to I'll say? hit them with the optimism then. Cue, cue up that Hello Darkness when my old friend there. once we get to <laughs> I Detroit. Gotcha, I got you, I got you. Got to have that ready. But anything you guys want to touch on before we get into predictions? Anything that stood out to you first couple weeks of training camp that you want to talk about before we jump into anything? I actually want to take a real quick side note and talk about Michael Beasley to the Pistons. Really? You want to talk about that, really? Yeah, I put it on there. Okay. I just think it's interesting. I think the guy's got a lot of game left. It's fun. It's it's, It's definitely fun. It's like a nice depth move, I think. Like I said, if you're not going to win it, just make it fun. He's suspended for five games. It's not that big of a deal. Perfect timing on the signing. (laughs) Sign him the day after he's suspended five games. Him and heroes on the court at the same time is going to be a sight to see. Yeah, if we were in in 2008, it'd be super exciting. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) We hit the lottery. (laughs) We're going all the way. Right, Right, Chris? Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Um, But... I'm not. It's, I'm 
eh on it. It doesn't do anything for me because you're signing a small forward. Sign Carmelo. He's a better player than Michael Beasley. Facts. <laughs> you're true. Like the, Facts. Like, like, what are we doing here? What's, what is the what, NBA what doing here is the question. What has Melo done so badly that nobody wants to take a, a waiver on him? I don't know. The Pistons are going to sign a five a suspended for five games, Michael Beasley, who shot 17% from three last year, but we can't give Carmelo Anthony a shot. Yeah. What are we doing? What is I've, I've just doing? tried to avoid that whole scenario. No, because why avoid the scenario? Hurts, Let's it, talk about it. It hurts my heart. Especially when they said that Carmelo couldn't play for the U.S. team at the FIBA championships. Like yeah, that, that, that was hurt. That, that doesn't make hurtful. sense at all. At all. I think they, <sighs> they added Marvin Bagley and Kobe White to the team because they cut Bam Adebayo. See Kyle Lowry? He uh, withdrew uh, yeah, yesterday. Yeah, Kyle Lowry withdrew. Wow. I actually like how that FIBA team looks. I, I like the fact that it's, it's going to be even more competitive. The, it's not just a bunch of superstars running roughshod over everybody. These young guys are really talented, but we're going to see how they're made of on the international yeah. level. And we got the release of the NBA schedule, which is kind of interesting as well. Uh, Pistons have the easiest strength of schedule. Str- yeah, I think I said that right. I don't, Actually, I don't think I did. Strength of schedule. They have the easiest. Wins. They have the easiest strength of schedule up until the All-Star break. Oh and then they have the hardest. So if the Pistons are going to get off, if they're going to do anything this year, they got to start early on. But with the easy strength of schedule, they all, I think they play their first, they start the season on a back-to-back, three of their first, three games and four nights. Um, So I think they play 23 games within the first month, hmm. or not month, first month and a half, two months. So they're, they're going to be off to a quick pace, and they got to be ready to go. Hopefully... Them really not adding anything huge to this team is going to pay dividends to start the year. Because last year they kind of started off strong, too. They had Blake for a whole summer. They got him at the deadline, so they had a little bit of time to work with. Plus, they also play the Pacers three times in the first five weeks of the season before Oladipo gets back, which I think is a big thing, too. Yeah, um, especially for the division. For the division, yes, because you're going to play them four times anyways. So, yeah, it's interesting. We'll touch more on that once we get to October. Uh, maybe even next week we'll do more of an in-depth look at the schedule. But, yeah, definitely had a touch on that. That was released yesterday at 3 p.m. Uh, we'll go through all the players going back to their old teams, all that good stuff. The crazy, exciting Christmas Day games I'm excited for. You know, I'm, I really don't want to get into it too much, but I'm not super excited about opening night this year. I think it kind of sounds kind of like a dud. Don't get me wrong; I'm excited yeah. to see Zion, but like New Orleans and Toronto is your opening game. Yeah, I would have done Lakers Clippers. Yeah, something start with a bang. It's, it's opening night. Well, they got to save it. Like I said, they kind of have to save it for Christmas. But we have a Thanksgiving Eve game that's actually pretty exciting. Which one's that? I can't remember. <laughs> it's not that exciting. <laughs> um, yeah, let's jump. Uh, uh. Let's jump into it here. Let me pull up where we want to start here. We're gonna start. So you, with the- you said. Before we got to the NBA, you said impressions on pre- like start of training camp and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, it's all about the rookies for me, honestly. I I love seeing the first few looks we get we get to see of guys. I loved seeing Kyler Murray in his first game because I I hated all the talk about his height because besides we're all under six feet here except listen, for Joe. <laughs> besides, I'll say what like Aaron Rodgers. I don't know if there's somebody I like watching throw the ball more or that even, like, throws the ball better than Kyler Murray. Like, 
the velocity, the easiness with which he throws the ball, like it, his height, it, it doesn't matter whatsoever. It didn't matter in college. It didn't matter in high school. 5'10", he throws it like he's 6'6", 250. He has an absolute cannon that's higher than most quarterbacks in the world. It's I, I just love watching him throw the football, and I'm going to enjoy watching him play all season. Joe, Joe, Daniel Jones, 5'5". Five five. Daniel Jones is going to be trash. Come on, man. Don't, Actually, I don't, don't think – I'm go not going to say trash, but I don't, I don't think – He's going to be a great backup in this league. Chris is just hurt that the what? Giants quarterback looks better than the Jets quarterback. Right it's now. a first Darnold week of preseason. Good in his Sammy D doesn't need to go look. out there and do anything. Sammy D. Is this the Jersey Shore? Heck yeah, it is. Sammy D. Jesus Christ. Whoa, also, I like, whoa, whoa, <laughs> I like, whoa. I like how Nikhil Harry looked with the Patriots. He just looked like a man amongst boys out there. I don't know if we really ex- expected anything differently, though, from him. To go to that organization, like it seemed but like the, be a perfect fit. The Patriots have a sketchy track record of drafting receivers, though, so it's it's been an up and down thing for them over the years. And I, I believe in Akil Harry, so seeing him instantly being a guy that can just go up and get it and physically dominate smaller corners, I liked seeing that. And uh, Hollywood Brown is practicing; he looks kind of healthy. That's a good thing. Hopefully, he gets to play most of the season and doesn't get hurt. And I think Trace McSorley is going to be Lamar Jackson's backup in Baltimore. That that'll be interesting. They're, they're going full steam ahead on this yeah. this innovative offense. Yeah, we'll that's get, going to change the NFL again. I'm excited to that's, talk about that's, the Ravens. It's going to be crazy to see. So yeah, if Lamar Jackson gets hurt, Trace McSorley has an NFL starting quarterback with like a Penn State offense. Yeah. That'd be insane to see. Yeah, it's cool stuff. Joey, anything you want to touch on before we get into this? No, I don't like the preseason or any of that stuff. I just wait till the real games come out. That's why I, you were so you were I so do, into the Lions last year. I do sort of watch <clears throat> the rookies and stuff, kind of like Malik's saying. Yeah, but that's the that's the, really the main reason to see it, right? Just to see like what they look like on reps. But overall, I don't take too much into account. All right, let's jump into it then. Let's go. Uh, we're gonna start in the AFC. <clears throat> let's go AFC North. Let's do it. All right, let's go. Who do you want to start with? Let's do this alphabet. Baltimore, speaking of the Ravens, Joe, Baltimore Ravens, they won the division last year at 10 and 6, led by Lamar Jackson. How do you see the Ravens panning out this year? I think they're going to get better. Obviously, you get another, you get another, you're right there, Joe, do you need, uh, I don't know. Um, You get another year out of Lamar Jackson. The only concern that I have for the Ravens right now is that they're talking about Lamar Jackson getting like. 15 rushing attempts a game or something, which is a little concerning. Well, do you, I don't think they can just rush him in and like throw in 30 passes a game because I still right. don't, I still don't think he's ready. That's true. To yeah, to be on that. But they've yeah. said a lot that they're gonna they're gonna give him a lot of design plays for him specifically. Um, so I'm interested to see how that goes. Um, I'm pretty sure their offense is gonna be a lot better than it has been in the past. And I don't know, I. I definitely see them competing for this division again. Obviously, the Browns got better. We'll talk about that in a second. But I think the Steelers always have a lot of question marks. And I think the Ravens just, they have the best chance to win this division. So what's I disagree strongly. All right. We'll All right let's, yeah, we'll get there in a second. I want to get your take in one second. I want to get Joey's prediction here. What's your record prediction for the Ravens? Hmm. You had to know this is going to come. It's always this is. <laughs> no, I know. 
I, and you're always surprised, it seems. But I, I actually don't what, know. I don't know that, what their full schedule is. So I don't know, like, outside of their division who they'll play. Um, so I'll just go with the sort of safe. I'll go with another 10 and 6. Another 10 and 6. That's Joey. I'm ro- locking them in at 10 and 6. But I just think they'll look more convincing this year, I think, at times. Malik, what's your take on the Ravens? Before we get to the Ravens, I should just say Bengals last. Let's just, let's just get that no, out of no, the way. We're going to talk about the Bengals. Don't even worry how, about how it. How much are we going to talk about Very little, Bengals. but we'll talk about them. Okay. Come on. Ravens, I I think we'll see some improvement at certain points, but I, I don't think this offense is just going to explode. And this is going to be like the Wildcat offense with Miami in, in like 2009, 2010. I don't think they're just they going to They got Marquise Brown. Which is it's, it was a very good move. So, but I, I don't think they're just going to set the world on fire out of just right out the gate. I still think that team has some growing to do. They're still a very young core on offense. They have a, some, yeah, I said, they have really young guys at receiver, second-year quarterback. Their running back position is good, but I don't think it's at the best position it's been at in, in years. And getting um, Earl Thomas on the defense was a really good move for them. I don't know if he's going to be the exact same Earl Thomas he's always been, but that was a good move. And I like them as a team, but I I don't see them winning the division. I think they're. Uh, I think ten wins would be a really successful season. I think eight or nine wins is also very possible. So it, what do you? I think they'll show signs of being really good and really explosive. But I think I also think they'll have some inconsistencies, which is why. Like what? I think they could hover around eight or nine. Just I, I don't think Lamar Jackson is ready to set the world on fire as a passer in the pocket or a guy. He's uh, he's going to roll out a lot and make a lot of great plays, throwing the ball downfield and running too. But I, he still has a ways to go sitting in that pocket and making throws consistently time after time after time to those young guys who still have to get acclimated to a system and get chemistry with him. So, yeah, it's a lot of building blocks. They have excitement. Ravens fans should be encouraged for years to come, but I think they'll have some shaky moments along with their really exciting moments. Eight or nine wins for me is the most realistic. Okay, predict a number, not eight or nine. There's no 8.5. An exact number? An exact number. We're predicting records here, Malik. I'll go nine and seven. So you're giving Joe all this flack, and you go one win less. You know what? I'll go eight and eight, Chris. You happy? You. Yeah, I'm happy. Are you happy? I am. Oh, you want me to go six and ten? Do it. To make things. No, Do it. I'm going eight and eight. Okay. Since you're pushing me to the edge. Uh, eight eight. But I think you guys both make some really good points. Um, I do like the Ravens going into next year, but there's a lot of questions there as well. Uh, second year from Lamar Jackson. Does he take the next step or does he kind of stumble along the way, get off to a slow start? That's going to hamper them going into next year. Uh I'm gonna say nine and seven. I'm going right in between you guys because <laughs> I I think eight and eight. I think eight and eight. Is you had to see that coming. I thought it was gonna happen. Don't go nine and seven, Malik. Okay, eight and eight. I'm going nine and seven. Yeah, exactly. You gotta. Oh boy. You gotta hedge your hedge your bets there. Um, moving on. So we got Joey ten and six with the Ravens. Malik eight and eight. I'm going nine and seven. Um, I think they Pittsburgh finished third Steelers. in the division. Pittsburgh Steelers. Malik, I let Joe go last time. You go first here. What's your prediction on the Steelers? My prediction on the Steelers, um, I'm looking at their schedule right now. 
it really isn't the most difficult schedule. They have some difficult games, but they also have some pretty easy games. Although Ben Roethlisberger, a lot of people want him gone, but he keeps producing, so there's not really much you can say when Ben keeps throwing over 30 touchdowns and 10 or 11 interceptions and and keeps getting them close to playoff contention. Juju Smith-Schuster is the number one guy now. I believe he's going to step up. He has the work ethic and the talent to get it done. I like their young talent in the receiving core. James Conner was a pro bowler last year. He's just going to get better. There won't be any friction or controversy with that. And I think their defense is going to get better. I think they I think they they could challenge the Browns for first in this division. But I ultimately think they're going to finish second. With what kind of record? I'm going to give them a 10 and 6 record. Steelers 10 and 6. Seems bold. That's what I was thinking. I th- I think they I think they're a team that's right on the edge of the playoffs and could Loot and could lose it in like the last. I think four he's a Roethlisberger slappy. Oh, I'm not at all. I'm definitely not at all. That's why I opened it with saying a lot of people wish he would go because. Yeah, but I think deep down in your uh, heart, they're they're the young going, Malik. A young Malik was like, you know, I really like watching this Ben Roethlisberger. The guy. the organization is moving into the youth era, and Ben is just the one that keeps hanging on. But like like I said, if he keeps producing like this, you just can't push him out. I wish they would move on from him, but he keeps producing. It is what it is. So he's, I, I believe he's going to produce. He's a few years away from being out, but is what it is. I think they go 10 and 6. I think their defense gets back to looking really dominant at times. I don't think they get, they don't get back to those years of just pure domination. They're, I think they're a really good defense. I think their offense is consistent. And I think they're 10 and 6. Joseph, Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't like them. Why is that? Um, I just feel like they're going to be too inconsistent. I don't see. <laughs> I don't know if James Conner can do what he did last year necessarily. I don't know why. Because he looked he looked really good at times, and now like he's the perfect style of runner for that team. And now he knows that it's his job. Man, I have a bold. And I, I really, I I really like Juju Smith Schuster. I think he's a cool guy. I don't think he's the number one receiver, though. I think he can be. I agree with Malik. I think I think he can step up into that role. But I just don't see where they're going to get a ton of their offense from, and I'm not 100% sure how their defense is going to work out. And this division is going to be really dicey, I it's think. It's going to be tough. Yeah. Um, outside of the Bengals, of course. But Don't sleep on those Bengals. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I like it. I don't know. The Steelers have had just too much like drama over the past couple years, and because of yeah, Antonio Brown, who's gone. And- <laughs> but they they've still always like they've had like the Ben Roethlisberger stuff and Mike Tomlin stuff. Like they've all kind of gone through it. And I don't know. I just don't. I don't see them coming out of this division. I think they're third in this, this division. I think they're going to finish around like seven and nine. I seven that. and nine, okay. Right along, right along my bold prediction, I got them going six and ten. I think uh, they're going to battle the Bengals for the bottom of the division. I think there's going to be some injury issues this year. 
Um, you see injuries coming? I see injuries. I tapped into the crystal ball and just says James Conner is you not see. finishing the year. You hear healthy. that? He's wishing injuries on people. I'm Listen not to wishing, this guy. I'm not wishing injuries. Don't put that evil on them, Ricky Bobby. Come on. Cal Norton Jr., don't talk to me like that. Um, you don't put them at the bottom with the The Bengals are the clear bottom of this division. Like, I very, think very clear. I'm not a fan of Pittsburgh this year. There's always some teams that people are like, oh, yeah, I think they're going to be good this year. And then the NFL is crazy because you never truly oh, yeah. know about There are a team. always teams that fall off and teams that surprise. This yeah. is a team that's going to fall off. Mark it okay. down. Don't put your money on Pittsburgh in Vegas. Okay. Next up, those Cleveland Browns. Uh, Steelers have a kind of easy schedule. <laughs> you already made your prediction. I know. I'm sticking <laughs> to what, it. I was going through the schedule. I was like, yeah, they, they have some. Games like that are very winnable. I couldn't get it to load, but yeah. very winnable games. It's fine. But keep Cleveland your predictions. Browns. Cleveland Browns, the most interesting team in the NFL. Baker Mayfield is the king of Cleveland right now. It's his time. It's his time. It's his town. You know, I'll open this up. Cleveland's winning this division. Cleveland's going to the playoffs. They're going to win ten games. They're going to win this. It's going to be a tough division. I think Cleveland, Baltimore. Uh, those guys are going to battle up top. Pittsburgh's still going to be a tough game. I don't have them winning many games, but in division matchups, I think it's still going to be a tough game for Cleveland and Baltimore. Um, I love the Baker Mayfield Odell Beckham connection. Uh, I I'm really excited for their defense. Now, does the O line hold up? I think that's Joe a big Thomas question. Gone. I think that's a big question for yeah. the Browns. The O-line is going to determine if this is a playoff, if they win this division or not. I think that's what it's going to come down to. I'm locking them in. I'm all in on the Browns. Baker, Odell, Cleveland's a playoff team this year. Bold prediction, 12-4. and I think they start out hot. They don't have a lot of extremely difficult games to start the season. I think, like, three of the games they lose might be in division because it's that tough, but besides that, the schedule isn't that hard. They have all the pieces in place. Except that O-line. Except got, the O-line and, that's a, and a first-year head coach. Yes. Although the that whole team is comfortable with him because he's been in the organization. But I will say, and Baker too. Baker trusts him, which is a big thing. Yeah. I will say, too, though, there's a lot of egos at play. There are. That's that's what I was afraid of earlier. Yes. But the more I've, the more that I've seen from these dudes – I think I, th- I really think they're going to start out hot. You I think, think they're all buying I th- in? I think they I think they might start out seven and zero, eight and zero, maybe. Really? Yeah, and I, I think they're all in. Jarvis and Odell together, they they know what each other wants as best friends and Jarvis teammates. Landry. They know what they want and they know what they need to do. They they won't be jealous of one person getting more catches than the other. Very true. They're going to be excited for each other. When they have big games, yep. and when guys like David and Joku, the tight end, has big games, they're going to get excited. This offense is going to be so explosive. I, I believe the Browns go twelve and four, and win, win the division. division. Yeah, Joey? The, the few losses they have will be in the division. Hmm. I'm holding back a little bit of the hype on the Browns, only because of all the question marks that we've kind of gone through. And it's not a whole lot, but there are some. Yeah. Hate it. And my that's fine. You don't have he to. He hasn't like even it. made the prediction yet. But <laughs> he's not big on the rounds. I I definitely think that they're second in this division at least. I do think that they could come out on top potentially. Um, but I think that there's gonna be some games where they're not gonna know exactly what to do. And 
again, with this division being so tough, those division games are going to be super important for them. Um, the big question mark, I think, for me is how their running game is going to work out and if Kareem Hunt can you know, replicate what he's done in the past. Well, he's, he's not even the number one guy, so the pressure won't even be on him. Right, but I, I think that's where, like, normally you would think, okay, they got Kareem Hunt, he's he's the number one guy, but he's not. Yeah, he's coming into a place where they have a guy. So I'm a little bit concerned about how they're going to use this running game because they have a lot of solid running backs that they can go to. Um, so it might be kind of by committee and feel it out. So I think... I don't think that they're going to start off super hot. I think they're going to have to get going. I find your lack of faith disturbing. A little bit. So, Who usually has faith in the Browns? I mean, I don't think you could place that one on this. I think they're going to be very competitive, and I, I do agree. Like, I think they can they could te- definitely just go off and be like 11-5 and five or something like that. Um, but I'm going to say that they're 9-7 and seven just because of the chemistry stuff. I think they got to figure it out. I think injuries is the only way they don't win the division. You think I, I think that's the one way they don't win the division. I don't. I'm very close to agreeing with you, but I still Baltimore. I think is a very is a dark horse to win this division. In my personal view, I'm still putting all my chips on Cleveland. Like we talked about, they have everything. We got to make sure we the O line's a question mark. Joey brought up a good point. The running game might be a little bit of a question mark. Also because of that O-line. First-year head coach. I think the egos might be in check as well. He brought up a really good point. Especially because it it was really the Odell Baker who's going to be the alpha dog type deal. It sounds like it's going to be Baker and Odell's okay with that. Uh, So I'm really, I'm not super concerned with my pick. I don't think it's bold. I think 10-6 and is actually a pretty tame prediction for the Browns. I'm still picking them to win this division. Yeah, there's there's a reason why I said eight or nine for the Ravens, and who knows how Lamar emerges. Those those top three teams in that division, it's it's going to be a wild ride to see how that one goes. Uh, and then let's wrap it up with the Bengals. Malik, I'll let you uh, start this one off. <sighs> AJ Green is hurt. Andy Dalton is Andy Dalton. That defense is getting old. Don't see it. How many wins? Five. Anything to look forward to if you're a Bengals fan? Not really, in my opinion. I I don't think that the Bengals haven't taken the necessary steps to like rebuild. Getting okay. a new getting a new coach was the first step. Yeah. And I even though they have Pro Bowl pieces on the defense, they lost Vontez Perfect. Adam Jones had been a starter for them for years. He's gone. Like I said, AJ Green is hurt. You got to see how um, – what's the name of the running back? Guys were rookie last Joe year. Joe Mixon. Yeah, got to see how Joe Mixon – does he emerge as the guy that's going to take like 30 carries a game this season? See, I think he and will. Just like, I, 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 but I I'm, think not he sure could. I'm not but sure. But does that lead to wins? No, exactly. Yeah. Does that lead to that. wins? Yes. So, yeah, I, I don't see it for the Bengals. Joey. Well, the good Top news – the draft. Good news is they get to get play the Dolphins week 15. That's a win. That's something. Chosen <laughs> um, Rosen, we'll see. Yeah, this uh, this team's going to be in trouble unless, by some chance, Andy Dalton pulls off a miracle. A miracle. <laughs> yeah, I can't think of any other way to say it. If Andy Dalton like took his best games and he used that all season, then they'd be all right. 
That would also, but they would just be all right. That would also require AJ being healthy and yeah. him be, just emerging to number one in the right. league as a at, at this point. He has almost nobody to throw to. Um, well, uh, I'm forgetting everybody's name. The guy that was his second receiver last year, I know. Yeah, his number eighty three. He's going to be his go to. He has rave reviews from training camp, and everybody say he's stepping up to be that guy. But yeah, besides him, what what do they really? Yeah, do? and and like you said, their their defense isn't as good. Um, so they're just going to be in trouble in this division, especially. So I think that's another big factor is that just in this division, it, it's not going to help them at all. It's going to be terrible because the other three teams are all potentially playoff teams, whereas the Bengals are just not there. So how many wins? Uh, it might be five and or, eleven. It might be three or four. I have them because at four. remember the year when they had Chad Johnson and Terrell Owens, and they still went like three and thirteen. Yeah. They've had talent before and still have just fallen completely to the bottom. Yeah, you might. So, all right, four wins. Yeah, Yeah. I think I'm gonna go four and twelve. So you get a lottery pick, Cincinnati. Congratulations. So, Joey, looking at your predictions, you're you're predicting the Ravens to win this division. Yes. All right. Actually, give me five and eleven on the Bengals. They have some favorable matchups potentially, but. All right. Just to be different. So Malik and I have the Browns. So the official v- views from the sideline, AFC North winner Cleveland. in our eyes, the Cleveland Browns. Uh, moving on, AFC South. Let's jump into the AFC South division winner last year, the 11-5 and Houston Texans. Uh, I'll go straight back to you, Malik. What do you see with the Texans in 2019? Listen, Deshaun Watson does not get enough credit for the year he had last year with He's usually had mainly Deshaun, I mean, not Deshaun, uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Will Fuller is usually unhealthy, and then they have to scrape together the rest of a receiving core. And Deshaun Watson still almost played like an MVP last year, and his O-line wasn't that great. So that connection between him and DeAndre Hopkins is one of the best in the league, maybe top three at the top of their game. Their defense was on and off. J.J. Watt has been unhealthy. Jadavian Clowney has been unhealthy. They have some solid young pieces on that defense. And the th- the thing with this division always has been the bottom <clears throat> the bottom the bottom of the division usually sucks. And if you have enough talent to win the division, it's that's usually how it comes out. Andrew Luck has been pulling his team up to win the division a few years. Texans get Deshaun Watson. He's been able to pull them to the top. I don't think they win the division this year. Really? I potentially think. I think I know where you're going with this. I think they finished second. Behind. Behind the Colts. The Colts. I think Andrew Luck and that team, they just, they have it going now. They're they're healthy. They have, you they, believe in the Colts this year. Hey Amen. They got Darius Leonard, who's, he, as a rookie, he emerged as one of the best linebackers in the league immediately. They've drafted so well. They drafted an O-line great. Andrew Luck has time to stand in that pocket and not get pummeled now. They've got him pieces with receivers. I mean, Indianapolis is just getting better over the years, and they're they're just making better decisions every year. And I honestly think Houston might be stuck in this 10-11 win place. It's a they're good at. place to be, though, if it is. stuck it, in 10-11. It is because of the division they're in, but – I also think there's a chance they could possibly slide down to nine because remember, remember There's last, still a wild, wild card. Remember team, last though. year they started, I think they started 0 and 4. Yeah. And then they just rattled off a crazy win streak. Mm. This team 
has dry spells where they can just bottom out. Because if you don't keep Deshaun Watson healthy, he just keeps getting hit, and the defense is inconsistent. You're going to have those four or five game losing streaks. So I, I can't trust this team to just go out and say they're going to win it, they're going to make a playoff run. I don't see it for them. I think they finished second. How many wins? Ten. Finishing second with ten wins. I mean, that's a tough, that's a tough actually, pill to swallow. Actually, I'm gonna go nine. Actually, I mean, nine it would seven. potentially nine put seven. them into a wild card situation. Yeah, so. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go nine and seven. Joey, Whew. this is a tough one. I, I I agree with Malik. I think the Texans are one of my favorite teams in the NFL. Loved Deshaun Watson. Loved DeAndre Hopkins. Connections beautiful. Um, JJ Watts just a great guy. Monster on defense. Um, their defense is super fun to watch, and the problem is their schedule. Their opener, their season opener is against the Saints. Mm-hmm. Not too long after, they got to play the Chargers, and then they got to play who else? They got the Jaguars, they, they got the, the Panthers, they got the Falcons, they got the Chiefs. Yeah. They have to play the Colts twice. They got to play the Jaguars. Are a little bit confusing. Um, they could be tough, might not be. Um, you got to play the Patriots. Like it's just a tough schedule, and I think kind of like Malik saying, it's going to be Texans and Colts at the top of this division. I'm going to go with 10 and 6. I think they're going to end up Actually, I'm going to go with I'm going to go 11 and 5. Hmm. I I think they're going to pull through. I think Deshaun Watson's going to You think he has an MVP caliber? Year? I I think he will. Because I thought last year that Deshaun Watson wasn't playing that well. And that's because when you looked at his rookie season when he got into the starting how, job yeah, how he lit the and league on fire. He just like exploded. Um I think that comes back a little bit. I don't think it's going to be that consistent, obviously, for a full season. But I think he's going to take that next step up. And I don't think he's... We'll see, obviously, in the first game, like against the Saints. Um, That'll be a good threshold for this team going forward. But I think if they can get going early, they can just ride that win streak all the way through the season. I think think because of... Because of things Deshaun Watson can't control is why I think they go nine and seven. Mm-hmm. I think him, him and DeAndre Hopkins, that's going to work. We know that's going to work. How's everything else around them going to work? Right. Yeah, I have uh, Texans eleven and five as well. Um, for all the reasons you said, I know the schedule is tough. That's why I kind of only have them at eleven wins. But I'm not. Re- they have superstar potential at the quarterback position, uh, and in the NFL, it's a quarterback league. I trust it. I'm going to go 11 and 5 with the Texans. Let's jump into the Colts who finished second in division last year. They finished 10 and 6, a game behind the Texans. Joey, I'm going to start with you with the Colts cuz we already got well Malik kind of already gave us a little bit of a spiel on them. Uh so I'll still let Malik touch on it, but Joey, what do you got? Um I'm, I'm very similar to how the Texans are. The Colts have a pretty tough schedule as well. They got to face the Chiefs and um the Saints and similar to the Texans, they have a tough Tough schedule outside of their division. They also have to play the Chargers um, for their first game. So that's another... It's like the same scenario where it's kind of whatever team can get going first, I think will win the division. I think just the Texans overall have more firepower. I, For some reason, I can't get behind the Colts. I know like how good they came out of nowhere last year, and Andrew Luck seems to always... like Every time you think that Andrew Luck is done or he's hurt or something, and something goes wrong all of a sudden he bounces back the next year and has a great season but I'm still in that boat where I just I can't see it 
like on paper that they're going to win this division. Um, a lot of people, since Peyton Manning left, a lot of people can't get on the Colts bandwagon. Right. And that's that's been a tough pill for people to swallow, but and they keep getting get over it. But they keep getting better. Exactly. And I can't yeah. deny that. They keep making great moves. Um so I, I just think that they're gonna just miss it. I think it's gonna be a super tight race for this division. I think they're gonna finish ten and six. And they potentially could get a wild card spot. And I'm gonna echo you, Joe. I'm gonna go ten and six as well, because I think they're right. They're just right there with the Texans. It's gonna be just Maybe they miss out on one game. They lose a lead late. They are on the same tier as the Texans. It's going to come down to the last week of the season. Uh, I give Texans the, the nod here. Give me 10-6 for the Colts. Malik? My other concern real quick is also always Andrew Luck's health. Uh, it's not a problem for me now because of the great job they've done the past few years building that offensive line. They, they, they've had, they had him safe last year, finally, because of picking Quentin Nelson. And they've just done more to shore up that offensive line. I have 12 and 4. I think they come back and establish themselves as the class of this division and one of the best teams in that conference. And people finally start to notice with a healthy Andrew Luck and all those young, really good pieces that just keep getting better that the Colts are the best team in that division. All right, let's jump into the Tennessee Titans. Malik, what do you see about the Titans this year? People think they're going to take a little bit of a step back. It's a lot of talk right now. Oh, what are you thinking? I definitely think they take a bit of a step back. I really, I don't know if Derrick Henry replicates that hot streak of insanity he had last season. He was having a very mediocre season before he erupted for like almost 600 yards and 10 touchdowns in like six games. So we'll have to see how that works out. Plus, Taylor Lewan is suspended for a few games. He's, he's the leader of that O-line. Not having him showed last season, there were times where he got hurt a few times and his replacement just fell apart and Marcus Mariota got beat up. I also think Marcus Mariota is going to lose his job this season. Really? It's um, a bold prediction. Even though sometimes you can take things from preseason, sometimes you can't. Marcus has been getting more below average as time has gone on. And in his first preseason game, he's still sailing balls. He's still underthrowing receivers. He's still missing easy throws. He still looks unsure in the pocket. And I think Tannehill, when he's healthy, has been a pretty good quarterback. He's just been in Miami in a mediocre organization. When he's been healthy, he puts up solid numbers and has done his job. I think Tannehill is going to take his job at some point, and I think they're going to be a better team under Tannehill, but I still don't think they're going to be a very good team. Looking through their schedule, they hmm, – I, I don't think it shakes out well for them. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give them 6-10. and 10. Because of the positivity they showed last season, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt, and I don't think they're just going to fall off completely. I'm going to give them 6 and 10. I'm going to go 5 and 11 for a lot of the reasons you said. Uh, I was not with you when you first said that Mariota is going to lose his spot, but more I I can see it. There's definitely there's definitely He has somebody to actually push him now. Yes, and um, he hasn't yeah. had that before. And I can definitely see the coach making a switch, uh yeah. maybe especially too quick with a new head hook. coach. Yes. Yeah. Too quick of a hook. Joey? I think I'm going to agree with you. I think I'm going to go with 5 and 11. The team has a lot of question marks. Again, like you guys have said, especially around the quarterback situation. 
I think last year they've sn- they snuck out a lot of, of games, so I think they they're not gonna go. They're not gonna have like a four win season or something like that. So I think they'll sneak a couple out again. So I think that's why I'll go five and eleven. But they just have a lot of question marks. I think their their defense is pretty good, and they'll figure out ways to win games. And even if Mariota stays as the quarterback even all season, I just think he'll be too inconsistent, and he'll he'll have really shining moments and that's where they'll win games. And then there'll be others that are just big duds. What about Jacksonville, Joe? Jacksonville is another one of those big question mark teams. Like they can be really good as we saw a couple of years ago, or they can be like they were last year and just disappear all of a sudden. Um, I think it helps that they now have Nick Foles. I know a lot of people are like, Oh, it's not a big upgrade. I think it's a huge upgrade just experience wise. And I think Nick Foles is at least and a sta- more of an established quarterback than Blake Bortles is. And, you know, the the hardest part, too, is their offense now. They've gotten a, a lot of, or gotten rid of a lot of their receivers that they had over the past years. They still have uh, Marquise Lee, who seems to never stay healthy, but he's got the talent. Uh, I think they added Terrell Pryor now they, to the they team. Have, they have a lot of no-name guys. So and, uh, They signed um, Moncrief, I think. Dante Moncrief. Okay. So, yeah, like their, their receivers are decent. And, you know, Nick Foles, I think, can do more with less, per se. Leonard Fournette is a really – he's just an enigma, I think. And then it, it all just depends on their defense because their defense is still a really, really solid defense. They have uh, Calais Campbell still on the end, and their secondary is pretty decent. They're just a, they're a weird team for me. Like I don't know where to put them necessarily, but I think they'll be better than the Titans. With how many wins? Uh, I'll go six and ten. Okay, I got them at seven and nine. Uh, I do believe in Nick Foles a little bit. I think without Foles, if it was Bortles starting, I'd probably have them at five wins. I think Foles gives them a couple more, just more experience. Um, I just frankly think he's a better quarterback as well. Uh, but yeah, I got them at seven and nine. Nothing much really going on with the Jaguars. I don't think they're going to compete for the division title. I don't think there's really that much of a chance there. I don't really think there's much of a chance for them competing for the wild card. Uh, but I don't think they're completely out of it, as maybe the Titans are. But uh, give me Jacksonville seven and nine. Malik, what about you? Nick Foles definitely is a better quarterback than Blake Bortles. But I have to disagree with you on one thing, Joey. The less he has, the more his flaws come out. He, I, he has he has to have re, he has to have really good talent around him in a certain type of system to true to succeed at the highest level. And Philadelphia fit him perfectly. These receivers he has in Jacksonville, I don't know. They're still patching up that O line. I I don't know. I well, just don't know. Well, mostly what I meant by that is that the way that Nick's Nick Foles plays quarterback, he's he. He's got a much safer game plan for the most part. So he's not going to like hurt himself necessarily. Um, So maybe I just misphrased that because I I get what you're saying. Um, There's definitely not as much talent on this team, but I just think that the way that he plays, he can, he can kind of make it work better. I'm also seven and nine. So right. That rounds us up. Joey and I picked the Texans to win this division. So the official views from the sideline prediction. Texans win the AFC South. Moving on to the AFC East. Watch the Colts win it. 
as Malik chimes in. Uh, and to the AFC East, let's start with the NFL champions, the New England Patriots. Malik, what do you see there? They repeating? What What are we supposed to expect? I mean, if they don't win 11, like, if they win under 11 games, that would be the biggest shocker in the world. This, no matter who they rotate, no matter who the coaches are, Bill Belichick always gets the youngest, brightest guys on his staff. He always knows exactly what he needs on his defense or offense to succeed and to win the division. I mean, Tom Brady is 42, still going. Who knows if he'll still produce at a high, high level. His mind is still there. Will his physical abilities stay consistent? His work ethic makes it so his physical abilities stay consistent. Still another 12 or 13 win season. This is the same. 12 or 13, Malik. 12. Joey. I'm going to say right now, if they don't win this division, what will you do? We're, we're what living, will you do? We're living in Tom like, might retire if they, no, no, if they lose. You, hold on. Hold we're, on. We're hold living on. in an unrealistic world. We're going to have some fun here. <laughs> Joey, what do you do? If the Patriots don't win how many games? You said 12? No, if they don't win the division. If they don't win the division, what does Joey have to do? I'll get a Jets jersey. You'll get a Jets jersey yeah. and wear it yeah. to the next show. Yeah, sure. Shake on it. All right. There's no way. All right. <laughs> I just want it official. Okay. I think uh, this team is due for at least a 13-3 and season. I'll rattle off the schedule real quick. Steelers, Dolphins, Jets, Bills, Redskins, Giants, Jets, Browns. There's a tough one. Ravens, Eagles, Cowboys, Texans, Chiefs, Bengals, Bills, Dolphins. So there's a couple tough ones in there, like the Chiefs and Texans, maybe. Are you going 14 Browns, and 2 maybe. here, Joey? No, I'm going 13 and 3. But I just think their schedule is easy. Their division is like the worst in the league. The Patriots just run away with this one. I got them at 12 and 4. Typical Patriots season. They'll come alive in the playoffs. I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl this year. I think they'll maybe be a second round out, championship out. But yeah, they're in the worst division. Not much more to talk about. They're going to be good. They're the champions, Belichick, Brady, solid. One of the best teams in the NFL. I think we should talk about your team next. Not yet. Not yet? The Miami okay. Dolphins are next on my list here. Let's talk about Joey's team. I'm going to give Joey the floor here. Talk about everything exciting about the Miami Dolphins, Joe. What numbers will Fitzmagic put up before he's benched? Give, give me that. All right, you ready for the most exciting part about the Dolphins? <laughs> give it to me. That's it. There's nothing. <laughs> Fitz, you you could have just said Fitzmagic. That's the most exciting. A young Rosen? Uh, mm. uh. <laughs> <laughs> They're, uh, they got a lot of issues. Their defense isn't even good anymore. You know, I used to like their defense. Cameron Wake is old. Uh, Cam- Still playing. Credit to him. Cameron Wake is very old. Uh, their offense is kind of a mess right now. They, you know, like Kenyon Drake looked good for a little bit, and then, you know, they ran in Kalen Balaj and threw in some guys. They got Kenny Stills. He's a pretty good, pretty good wide receiver. They got Albert Wilson out there. He's, he's all right. Devontae Parker, he's, he's all right. He had a little... <laughs> He had a little more hype to him and didn't turn out too great. 
they're just not good. How many wins? Four. Four and 12. I'll give you mine real quick. I'm not even going to talk about them right now. I'm going to give you my prediction. Got them. Two wins. Lo- I'm going two. Two wins. Yes, sir. I'm talking about two wins. It's two a time. It is two a time. Josh Rosen might get traded again. That'll, that might be a first in NFL history. The first top 10 quarterback to be traded in his first three seasons. They're, they're going crazy. Listen, they are gunning for Tua. There's, there's no doubt about it. As soon as Fitzmagic runs out, it's time to. It's going to run out before week one. Anyways, <laughs> uh, next up, the Buffalo Bills, Malik. Uh, people, again, they're not, they're not too high on them. A lot of predictions talking under six or listen, seven wins. Not too high on them, but. Not too low. They got some talent. <laughs> they, they have some talent. Bills fans have reason to be positive. You've got excited. a young, exciting quarterback. Are you a Bills fan, too? Well, I was more of a Tyrod Taylor fan, but, you know. Listen, if you are in Bills Mafia. Joey. And you're out there slamming, slamming people through tables That's before not games. Joey. That's not Joey. I'm just saying, you got reason to be excited. You got a young, exciting quarterback. The only reason I had to take a step. Good. The only reason I had to take a step back from the Bills was when they played Nathan Peterman in the yeah, Peter Peterman is gone. Sunshine. He's doing well in Oakland, though. I heard uh, yeah. clouds start. We the clouds have opened. You got some young, nice pieces in that receiving core. Kelvin Benjamin, big man, needs to go. Then they get better. Lashawn McCoy back. Still shading McCoy. Good pieces on the defense. They're not getting close to winning this division. But how about six and ten? How about a good six wins? Mm-hmm. Joey, you agree they're with that? Be, they're to, their defense is solid. Ed Oliver. Yeah. yeah, they got they got reasons to cheer for this team. Yeah, I think if if Josh Allen can keep producing and get better, I, I think this yeah. team has a chance to surprise some teams here and there. Last um, year they pulled out some shocking wins. Yeah, they they'll probably do a few more of those this year. I, I think I'm in agreement with Malik. I think six and ten is probably a good spot for them. Make that a trifecta. I agree as well. I got them at six and ten. All of us. So it's, I mean, it's it's a guarantee that they're not going to win six wins next year. So. Uh, <laughs> That we can move on from that, but let's talk about. Let's look at the schedule right here. Let's, oh, you want to talk about the schedule? <laughs> yeah, let me, okay, let me get talk, up to the. Yeah. Let's see what let's we get, got. Let's get serious. Get down to the nitty gritty. You want me to start? On yeah, your, on, your, on your beloved. Oh, oh yeah, we're, okay. wait, wait, we're talking about oh, my Jets. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about the Bills record. Oh okay. no, hold no, on. Oh, we we all we we're unanimous on the Bills. Okay. Let, do you want me to tell you what I Listen, think man. about the Jets? Sammy D, Jersey Shore's own. Do you want me to talk about what I think the? Jets are going to do this year? Le'Veon Bell. Uh, eh, receiving core, but <laughs> getting better. Jamal Adams, uh, one of the best safeties in the league. The best safety in the league. Quentin Williams as a rookie. Leonard, fun- Leonard Williams. Thank you. You know, I really am liking Malik today. <laughs> C.J. Mosley from the Ravens. I like C.J. Mosley. They are building something they in New York. They are getting better. Yes. Fireman Ed might come back next year. Yes. Not this year. Oh. <laughs> next year. This could be. This, this, this team right here. <laughs> the look he's giving me. He's the happiness in his eyes right now. He's he's feeling good. This is this this team right here. This is gonna be uh eight and eighteen. I'll take it. It's gonna be uh yeah. I'm I'm just gonna say it quietly, eight and eight. You know what? With its division being so bad, they got to play the Dolphins a couple times. Exactly. You can play the Bills a couple times. I'm all in on Le'Veon Bell. I think this is a redemption year for him. 
Second year, Sammy D is about to take off. That defense is nice. Jamal Adams, the best safety in the league. Give me the Jets 10 wins. 10 and 6 for those New York Jets, baby. I like it. I like it. Joey. 5 and 11. <laughs> Are you serious? Are you <laughs> Get him out of here. I don't want to hear no Jets talk in this building. Give us your serious take, sir. Magic hands over here. Put your magic hands on this organization. What's happening? I just don't have. I don't have a lot on this team. Like I, I don't know. Hey man, I listed off the pieces they're they still, got. They're still, they're still young. The they're still not great. Yeah, they blew out the Lions <laughs> in the first young, game of the season. I get it. Great. But I don't see where they're. This gonna, team is just as talented as the Ravens. I don't see where. What? Anyway. I don't I see say it. Something wrong? I don't see it. Did you did you hear me? I don't see I don't it. Know, I, hear I said this team is just as talented as the Ravens. Thank you. I don't, I don't Best see it. Best safety in the league, CJ Mosley, Quinnen Williams, Leonard Williams. Their defense on Bell. Their defense is going to have to carry them. I think their defense is going to have to carry them if they're, they're Yeah, that's why I said the receiving course. Eh. And <laughs> and I don't know if this system is going to work for Le'Veon Bell yet. We'll have to see. That that's like the biggest thing is if Le'Veon Bell does work and they can slow the yeah. pace of the game and let their defense win games, I think he can fit be almost right. any system because he's a great pass catcher as just as well as a great runner. But yeah. Sam, the question is his motivation. He seems to be motivated with all that amount of money in his pocket. Yeah, and Sam Darnold needs to be able to actually yeah. get him the ball. Whoa, 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 whoa! I'm sticking to five Shots and eleven. Fired. Are I'm, you, I'm sticking to five and five eleven. And 11. This, is, this is good. I like this. I just don't see I it. I like this. Why, what don't you see? I don't I don't I don't see the Jets getting W's. That's what I don't see. But but Joe. I can see the Dolphins beating the Jets for okay, one Okay, let's oh. calm down. <laughs> That's gonna be one of the Fitzmagic wins. <laughs> Fitzpatrick goes into New York and throws 400 yards, five touchdowns. I would not do the show that week. Um, all right, let's move on to Definitely AFC West. Awesome. Uh, we're actually running close up on time here. Uh, we got to rush through the NFC. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to have to. We can just keep going. Just keep going. I'll split them let's into two going. episodes. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. All right. Oh, I like let's that. Let's do it. Let's all right, AFC it. West teams. Start with the Kansas City Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes. I'm going to start us off here. They're going fourteen and two this year, guys. Let me look at the schedule. I don't, They're going I don't, fourteen I don't, I don't wanna, and yeah. two. <laughs> I'm buying in on the hype, even though um, I don't think he can replicate the season he had last year. You know what? Being in this business, you got to make bold predictions. This man did just say the Jets are going to win ten games. That's so. true. <laughs> he did, definitely did. I like the take though. Fourteen and two. I guess the Chiefs have a pretty good schedule. Fourteen and two. Wow. They just did add Tyron Matthew. With Eric Burry. Malik's gears are turning. He's like, this is this man up to something? Their front seven is getting kind of old. They lost their their bell cow running back, one of the biggest parts of what that offense was. They got Tyreek Hill back. It's a lot of where where will the scales tip, Joey? Mm-hmm. Let me let me get your prediction first. I'm still weighing my options. I'm going with twelve and four. And I'm leaning the same way you are. Is I'm not sure what their running back situation is going to be. It most likely is going to be running back by committee, and that's that is going to change a big dynamic of that offense. 
and Patrick Mahomes was so good last year. It's going to be hard to live up to that and replicate that. They have a pretty favorable schedule for the most part. They do play the Texans, Chargers twice, Patriots, and the Bears, who might be good. Um, they also play the Lions week four. Watch out for that one, boys. Um, so I just don't think that they're going to be... They're going to be super good. They're going to be right there. And I don't know if they're going to go crazy. So I'm going to say 12 and 4. I'm going to go with a perfect middle like Chris. 13 and 3. I think they'll they'll overcome the running back thing. They're, the running backs they have have been with the team for a few years. Yeah, they got Tyreek Hill back, which was the biggest thing for them. Still got Travis Kelsey. Pat Mahomes. Yeah, it's his second year coming back. People know who he is now. People will game plan more against him, but all that arm talent, well, it's, it's not a lot you can do with that when you have a guy that can make those types of throws. He's maybe one of one with guys that can do what he can do right now. And even though their front seven is getting up in age, they they still have still have Pro Bowl talent. Tyron Matthew and Eric Berry together is a hellacious tandem at safety. Got to see how the corners do, but... Yeah, Chiefs 13-3. and three. L.A. Chargers. People have them around the 10-11 range. I think that's a really good spot for them. Uh, for me personally, I'm going to go 10-6, and six, a little bit on the lower side. I do like them next year. I think I could totally be wrong. I think they could end up winning this division if the Chiefs falter a little bit. Um, But, yeah, I'm going to stick with the Chargers 10-6. There's lots to like about them going into next year, but there's also some questions. Uh, Malik, what do you think about the Chargers? I think based on how good their defense is and how Derwin James is about to rise to the top five safety range because the rookie year he had was insane. They got Melvin Ingram. They got Joey Bosa. But this Melvin Gordon situation, yep. I, I don't know mm-hmm. how high they can go with Austin Eckler as their lead back. I trust Keenan Allen. Hunter Henry is back. I'll give them ten and six. Also, yeah, I'm, I'll I'll go ten and six, too. Because I I don't think they can just rely on the arm of. What years Philip River is? Is he in sixteen, seventeen? Yeah, he's. I think he got there. drafted in like two thousand two. He's getting up there. Yeah, I don't know if you can just go on his arm the entire season and. I don't expect Austin Eckler to just break out as some major guy. And do we all think Melvin Gordon's going to get traded before the season? Because yeah. I, I don't know if they're going to work I'm this situation sure. out. It's, it seems like Melvin Gordon is really ready to go. Yeah, that's like the biggest question mark for this team because he's been such a fuel for that offense to allow Phillip Rivers to have time to get throws because their teams are so worried about the running game. You saw when the Chargers are bad, they don't have a running game, and Phillip Rivers has to throw – hundred times in a game and then he gets sacked and banged up and but when he's healthy and he's able to stay in the pocket he looks good all the time melvin gordon is going to be the thing to watch out for the entire time um if he goes this team is just going to have not only just it will hurt their offense but their mentality i think will be a little bit off i'm going to say nine and seven because i i think he probably will go. 
But I like this team because Tyrod Taylor is their backup. You like them for the wrong reasons. And their, their defense is good. Yeah, they're really, really good defense. Uh, next up, let's talk about those Broncos. Joey, what do you see in Denver? Your former quarterback, Wacko Flacco. Do you trust him? I think he's still a solid quarterback. Um, this team is another one of those weird teams because I, I think they could be pretty good. Um, their defense is pretty solid. Um, they got Chris Harris, cornerback. Von Miller, of course, one of the best linebackers in the league. Their offense is better. They have Philip Lindsay. I, I think Joe Flacco, at least just experience-wise, helps that team. Yeah, especially with the young receiving core. Emmanuel Sanders, every time you think he's getting too old or something, he has a spectacular season in the last couple seasons. So I think they'll be decent. I'm just debating whether I want six and ten or seven and nine. Because their their schedule isn't too bad. I think I'm just gonna go with the optimistic seven and nine and that their defense might pull some games for them. I think their defense is so good, I think they could get them to potentially nine and seven. Really? That, that defense is going to Are you willing to put your name down listen, on nine and seven? They're gonna hold a lot of teams to under fifteen points to under ten points. I'm going to give them 9-7. and seven. I think they have a weird year, like the year Peyton Manning lost his arm, and the defense literally won them a Super Bowl. Brad- Bradley Chubb and Von Miller and Shane Ray in that front seven. I mean, come on. He's Chris Harris. Those, those guys are going to do what they do. And Philip Lindsay coming back, his confidence is just going to keep growing. Cortland Sutton as a second-year receiver and Emmanuel Sanders. And then you have Noah Fant, a young, exciting tight end, Plus some experience in the tight end room. I think they could hit nine and seven and surprise. I think you guys are both brutally wrong. I got them four and twelve. I I think the defense is good, but I I don't think they're, they're more score than good. points. They're I don't think they're going to score points. Okay. I think it's just going to come down to them not being able to score enough. Fla- I think the defense Flacco, is going to be one of the best. In Flacco the league. could put them down. It's possible. I don't like Flacco. I a lot of people don't. I'm not a fan of Flacco. I think he's one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL. I don't Come know on, how, I don't know. Come on, man. He, that's that's a lot. That is a lot. He is. He has well, been. Okay, a, he okay, has okay. been. A, he has been a good quarterback rephrase. his entire rephrase. career. Let me rephrase. He is one of the most overrated quarterbacks in the NFL. I I think I don't think he's very over. I don't see. I don't. People, people don't put hear him Flacco. High up. No, well, people hear Flacco. They hear NFL champion, and they're like, "Oh, he's he is gonna, an NFL champion." I know, but, but he's not good anymore. He got it done. He's, he, hasn't he got paid there. and he mailed it in. Chris, you've always been a, a guy that's been big on rings. Joe Flacco has one. <laughs> yeah. What's the response? That's what I got him. Sir? I got him. Flacco is a good quarterback. Can he raise the the people around him? No. Answer but my question. when he has good 12. talent, he's a good quarterback. I'll start us off with the Raiders. I think the Raiders are not going to be that good this year either. Uh, I got him at six and ten. Um, that's, an that's an improvement by a game, right? <laughs> Weren't they five wins last year? I believe. I, I think they won like three and thirteen last year. Maybe I'm wrong. Oh yeah, they won four. They won four. Okay, four. Um, there's too much drama in that locker room. I don't like Ant- Antonio Brown's just his whole mindset is just it's becoming a distraction. I don't think there's drama in that locker room. I think there's drama. We. As a people, yeah, outside them, of the locker them in that room. locker room are fine with what he is. We as a people don't like him that much. 
I think in that locker room they'll be fine. What do you think they're gonna do this year? I can see six and ten. Yeah. So okay. Copying me, Malik. I see it's a trend now. Uh, Joey, what about you? They added Nathan Peterman. Owen sixteen. <laughs> can I put you down for Owen sixteen? Can I no. lock that in? No, I'm gonna go. Uh, I think I'm gonna go five and eleven. They yeah. could maybe go. They, they could win two more games than last year. They yeah. have they have more talent. Although it's a bunch of young guys, they have more talent. I still think Derek Carr is a pretty good quarterback. Um, he just has been inconsistent. Yeah. Maybe. By what year do we say he's not a good quarterback? Mm-hmm. I mean, After now he has year? his his last two years have been very inconsistent, along with. His injuries. He if had, he has another he, inconsistent listen, year, when can we start saying well, he's a bad quarterback? Probably after this year because he now has Antonio listen, Brown. There are several quarterbacks that have inconsistent years. Yeah, there's a lot. Of, there's several bad pedestals. quarterbacks in the NFL. He has Antonio Brown now, so this is a good test for him. It's the best wide receiver he's ever had. That's just hope Antonio. Well, he won't have to scream for targets because he's he's the guy. Yeah, it's, it's not a question. Show? Five, five and eleven. There is no question. All right, let's move on to the NFC. Let's start in the NFC East. Dallas Cowboys. Who is high on the Cowboys coming Listen, in? Man, a lot of, just, I don't know why people are high on the Cowboys. All right, Malik, break it down are. for the people. Break it down for the people. Listen, I hope Dak Prescott takes away the $40 million and asks for sixty instead. I hope his number keeps getting higher because the Cowboys are stuck. <laughs> They're going to have to pay him. He is a solid quarterback. He is a very good leader. The reason why he has so many fourth quarter comebacks is because quarters one through three aren't really great for him. And because he's such a very good leader, he can turn it up in the fourth, which is a good thing. But is that sustainable? Not really. They're still working out this Ezekiel Elliott thing. I'm sure they'll get him back. Amari Cooper has to stay healthy. He has to. Jason Witten is back out of nowhere. I don't think he's <laughs> I don't think he's gonna be a pro bowler. He's going to make some reliable catches every now and then, but I don't expect him to jump back into form. This all relies in their front seven and their young guys in the defensive backfield. Leighton Van Der Esch and Jalen Smith are the truth. They are monsters at linebacker. They can shut down offenses almost by themselves sometimes. Their defensive line, still a question mark. They have a few good pieces, but still question marks. And they have some good pieces in the defensive backfield. I don't the Cowboys. I don't see them winning this division. I don't see them breaking out with. I, nah. How many wins? For some reason, they always figure out how to like a way to. Get oh, to 10 now games. you're going back on your take. Malik. I'm not going back on my take. You're going back. I, if I'm, they win ten games, don't tell me they're I'm, not a good football team. I'm never team. high on them, but they always somehow. So he's end going up at 10 back wins. on his take, Joey. I give them 10 wins, but I don't think they win the division. If Amari Cooper stays healthy, Dak Prescott is going to have a good year. And Ezekiel Elliott being there means <clears throat> there's going to be production, and they have a good enough defense. You just you just answered my question. I got him 11-5 and five winning this division. Lord Jesus, man. <laughs> Zeke, what Cooper, Dak, the trifecta, the big three in Big D. You sound like Skip Give me the Bayless. Cowboys. You sound you sound like irrational Skip Bayless right now. You sound like I sound like a reasonable football fan. You sound like a football fan that's in denial that Dallas is going to be good next year. How how where does where's Dak Prescott ranking quarterbacks, Chris? Where does Derek Carr ranking quarterbacks, Malik? Pretty much, probably in the same area as Dak Prescott. Stop. 
That Derek Carr was having an MVP season before he got hurt two years ago. People it's forget about been a that. long two years. It I'm has. With, I'm with Malik. How many wins, Joe? Seven. What? Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> yeah. You guys are crazy. This isn't the NBA. I said ten. <laughs> this isn't the NBA. This is crazy. The big three is not going to work out. I don't know. There's too much hype. Maybe there oh. is. There is too much hype. Putting hype in the Cowboys never works out. That's another thing. <laughs> Putting hype in the Cowboys never works out. I think Dak is a solid quarterback. He's a, that's what, that's what he is. He's a solid quarterback. Ezekiel Elliott, one of the best runners in the game. Mari Cooper is great. Good. It's a I good just, defense. The thing that helps them out is the division is not very good. Yes. Exactly. Okay. You're, you're, but the rest of their schedule isn't that easy. They got some hard games in there. Seven and nine. Man. <laughs> yeah. Seven That'd and be nine. something if the Cowboys won seven and nine. I, I, I want to see Skip Bayless fall apart on I was gonna side. Say, I, I want to see that. Eagles. Who wants to start? Oh, Malik. I go. Carson Wentz gets back to being Carson Wentz, twelve and four. They won the division. Sixteen and zero. Just joking. <laughs> uh, they're right. I'm. I'm gonna go ten and six. I think they're gonna be battling with the Cowboys again till the till the last week of the season. I got them ten and six. I think Carson Wentz is gonna have a bounce back year. I'm not sure if he's gonna be completely back to what he was, but I like the Eagles. Give me them ten and six. Joseph, eleven and five. They have a much easier schedule, I think, than the Cowboys. Um. They got Deshaun Jackson back. I love that. And I agree with Malik. I think Carson Wentz is gonna he's gonna bounce back and they're gonna be just fine. I'll say we keep these last two teams down to minimal discussion. Oh yeah. I got not not, not much yeah. to talk about. So I don't even know who oh, yeah, the Giants finished last. But I I think the Redskins won't be that far ahead of the Giants. Why? How much do you believe in Case Keenum before Dwayne Haskins gets in and deals with that average to below average receiving core. And uh, just Adrian Peters getting older, that defense is okay. And then the Giants have Saquon. That's, yeah. So you don't even want to get into it, Malik? What, what are we getting into? Okay, how many, how, how many wins you got for the Redskins? Five. And then for the Giants? If the Giants hit five wins, I would be surprised. What would you do? I'm giving them. I'm not going to completely just tear them apart. I'm going to give them four. You know what? Yes, four and twelve. Saquon Barkley might get close to two thousand yards rushing. I'll say that. Uh, I'm right on pace with you. I'm going to go five and eleven, four and twelve as well. Uh, yeah, I don't see much there. Uh, the Giants are just bad. Saquon is all there is to watch about them. He's going to be a fantasy stud, first of all. Once Daniel Jones. Get some starts, then they'll be fun to watch, but they're still going to lose. Yeah, they'll be fun to watch just from the interest of, is he as terrible as people think? They need to cut that kid. Cut him some slack, all right? I thought you were going to say they need to cut that kid. I'm like, yes, no. you're right. They do need to Why? cut Why? You haven't seen him play. He was a third or fourth round quarterback that just happened to get drafted that high. He was still an NFL draft pick. He wasn't just some undrafted guy that nobody's ever heard Darko of. Darko Milicic was also an NBA draft pick. What? He's, com- what is this? he's this comparing that Darko That doesn't Milicic mean anything. Just because he was picked in the NFL doesn't mean he's good. I know that goes for most people, but 
Daniel Jones was a known commodity that was ranked as like a top five quarterback. I'm just giving you a hard time. I'm just I'm just giving you a hard time. I hope the kid works out because there's been a lot of scrutiny in his direction. Un- unwarranted. Yeah. Um, I'm just I have nothing against a guy. I'm just giving people hard times. Joey, what do you think about the Redskins? Giants? Give me some predictions. Um, Redskins. I'm going to go five and eleven and the Giants unanimous. You're going to go worse than four and twelve. Yeah, I'm going to go three and 13. All right. And our winner in the NFC East goes to the Eagles. You guys pick the Eagles 11 and five for Joe 12 and four for Malik. I picked the Cowboys at 11 and five. I will be right at the end of the year, but that's nor here nor there. Let's move on to the NFC. Wait, wait till South. we get to those weekly standings. Oh, I can't wait. Like last the year. NFC South. How far did he fall behind before? Uh, uh, we forgot about yeah, him. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. I stopped keeping track of all. Let's, let's just yeah. move on. Yeah. Anyway, uh, New Orleans Saints. Who wants to start us out on the thirteen and three Saints? They won last year. They were far and away the best team in that division. It wasn't even close. Um, Malik, start us off with the Saints. I think it's a two-team race in this division, and I think it might be close this year. This, I think, the Saints win the division, but I think it will be close with the Panthers. Because I think this is this is going to be another one of those years where Cam Newton's play jumps back up. He's been so inconsistent throughout his career. He he has a great MVP season, then just falls right back to being okay. Drew Brees is going to do what he does. Michael Thomas got paid. He better show up. Alvin Kamara is the man. I think he's going to produce. And I think having Latavius Murray as a backup is a good thing. And they have a good, strong defense. I think they win the division. How but many wins? I'm going to go. I'm going to go. This is a hard one. This is really hard. I'm thinking 11 5, 11 and 5, but then I'm also thinking 12 and 4. Which one what do you go with? I, I, I'm going to look at the schedule. Oh what my is, gosh! I, I'm sorry. Their I got, schedule is yeah. tough at the beginning, and then it it levels off. I think I agree with Malik. I think the Panthers are maybe the question mark in this eleven division. and five Saints. Eleven and five. Um, but I don't know if the Panthers have enough to get over the Saints. So I think the Saints are going to run away with the division. I'm going to go over. It's very optimistic and probably won't happen, but I'm going to go fourteen and four, two. And they're just so dynamic on offense. Their defense is really, really good. Like I said, I think they play the Rams early on in the season. That'll be a, a test for them. But then after that, it, it it evens out pretty much. And I think even if Cam Newton has a really good season for the Panthers, I, I still don't know if the Panthers right now have enough talent to get it done necessarily. And it just seems like the Saints just have talent everywhere on their roster. And Drew Brees has a bunch of people to throw to. Um, Does age hit Drew Brees this year, though? I don't think so. Has age hit Tom Brady? Tom Brady's a different animal. I don't think so. Drew Brees is a different animal. I think (laughs) Drew Brees is right there. I think Drew Brees is right behind Tom Brady. I got him at 10-6. and I think they take a slight step back. Uh, With a team that was so competitive last year, I'm not sure if they can reincarnate a 13 win season. I I don't don't think they hit that again. I think 10 wins is a good spot for them, 10 to 11. And I think the Pan- I, I am all in on the Panthers this year. I think the Panthers are bouncing back. I, I'm, I think Cam is out for blood this year. 
I, I know we're not giving our prediction yet for the Panthers, but I'm really high on Carolina this year. Let's move on to the Falcons, and then we'll get into the Panthers. Uh, Joey, what do you think about the Atlanta Falcons this year? Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan, baby. Man, the Falcons are another one of those teams. They're in a weird place. Yeah, They're always in a weird place, I feel like. They can be really good. They still got a lot of talent. I think their defense is solid. Um, Matt Ryan seems to go a good year, then a not-so-good year, then a good year. I don't think it's, it's not his fault to me. No, def- I, I agree. Last year was definitely not his, his fault. His O-line is either horrible or solid. Yeah, um, and they lost Devontae Freeman like game one last year, right? Something like that. Um, so that that was a big hit for them. It forces Matt Ryan to throw a lot more. Man, I don't know. Their receiving core is always so good. It's just really, 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 really good. Like possibly the one of the best in the league. Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, Muhammad Sanu. Hmm. I think they're going to be competing with the Panthers for second in the division. I'm going to put them right at 8-8 eight at eight because I, I don't know what to what to think of where they're going to end up. I like that pick. I like them at 8-8 eight and eight as well because I don't really know what to think about them. They're either going to be bad or they're going to be good. Or you can tip the scale either way when it's coming to predicting them. You can give enough points of why they're going to be good. You can give enough points of why they're going to be not so good this year. So why not stick them right in the middle? Give me 8-8 eight and eight for the Falcons as well. And they have a fairly tough schedule too. While they made efforts in the draft to – uh, improve the O-line. I think they made weird picks at the O-line. I think they made picks of guys that it's possible that they could pop immediately, but I think they made picks of guys that need time to get better and just can't come in and be the guys from the start. They're not like generational type sure things at, on the offensive line. Their receiving core stacked. Having Devontae Freeman back is a good thing, but they lost Tevin Coleman as the backup. He was a real big part of their offense too. They got some pro bowlers on defense, but it always seems like their best players get hurt on defense almost every other season. So 8-8 eight and eight seems like the safe choice. You just don't know with this team. The defense could be healthy, but then again, they could fall apart again. The offense, the O-line could be ter- – who knows? Yeah. Carolina, uh, I have been 11-5. and five. I talked about how I'm high on them. I'm, I'm mostly all my excitement for this team – Rides on Cam Newton and the connection with Christian McCaffrey, and I think those two guys are going to be one of the are going to be the top players at their position next year. Hmm. Top three, top three at each position next year, and uh, that's why I'm riding Carolina, eleven and five, despite the holes in the rest of their roster. Malik, yeah, I I have them right behind the Saints. I have them at ten and six. I think Christian McCaffrey just gets better. He finally proved last year. He was more than just a receiving back. He was a guy you could give it to. Rushes for over 1,000 yards. I think it may be possible this year that they might rely on him even more rushing. He might put up more rushing yards, maybe like 1,300. And his catches might go down a little because I think that rushing attack is going to be just as important as the passing. And I think to balance out and to help Cam Newton get better as a, well, He's already a really good passer, but to help him be more consistent this season, give Christian some more carries, give some of those backups some more carries because they have some talent in the backfield. Have Cam sling it on the play on the play action. Have him throw it out to Christian sometimes. Uh, I think they'll be a good team. 
but I think they'll come just short because of the the holes they have in some of that roster. I think they come just short. Joseph. I have the Panthers Panthers at nine and seven. I believe in Cam Newton and Christian McCaffrey. Don't believe But outside else. of that, Cam Newton doesn't really have anybody to throw to. He doesn't have the talent on the outside that he's used to having. Um, I think their number one guy is DJ Moore. Um, they have an aging Torrey Smith. Like I just don't see where he's going to throw it to, and then people can lock down on Christian McCaffrey. And he, I think he's going to get his no matter what just because he's so dynamic in that offense. Isn't this Thomas Davis's last year officially? I think I th- so. I think he's retiring after this year. You might be right. Um, Carolina still has a very solid defense, I think. Um, got great linebacker core. Um, I just, yeah, I just, I see too many holes. I, I think they're going to get some wins behind Cam and Christian McCaffrey's uh, electricity. I think DJ Moore could have some big games this year too. He's he's a really talented kid. I think I don't think he'll be a superstar, but I think he'll he'll emerge as Cam's number one option. Yeah, I just think that they might struggle in in some scenarios, and it'll be it'll put a lot of pressure on Cam Newton and Christian McCaffrey. So I, th- I think I'm going to stick with nine and seven. Uh, and then the seller of this division, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I got the Bucks three wins. Nothing. I, I don't like him. Do you, do you think Jameis has nothing left? I think Jameis needs a change of scenery. 100%. I don't, I don't think yes. this is going to work yeah, out. I think, I think he might even be traded mid-year. I know it's not. It's it's kind of crazy to see big trades in the NFL mid-season. Usually that's an off-season type deal. But for this team, with how bad I think they're going to be and how bad I think Jameis is going to look early on, I can totally see a shakeup going on here. Give me the Bucks 3-13 and 13 next year. I actually think Jameis will look pretty good to start the season because Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, O.J. Howard, you got Ronald Jones at running back. He has some good options, and he's he's always shown signs of being really good, but he always falls off because of his immaturity. Oh, what, I'm sorry. Did I refer he... to him as Jameis Winston? Crab legs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I apologize. Good old crab legs. Good old crab legs. Hopefully he doesn't take his talents to New York. I also think there's a chance he gets traded by midseason because – He can go to the Giants, yeah. just not the Giants. Him and Tampa Bay, I, I don't know if you – I think it, 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 will, it won't work anymore at some point because they're clearly the last in this division. And unless he just has some incredible comeback year and he's a mature man and just lights shuts everybody up, that would be a shock. He has the talent to do it. He has the leadership to do it, but I, I don't see him just flipping a switch like that. It doesn't happen often. I'll, it doesn't happen. I'll say this right now. If the Buccaneers make the playoffs, regardless if they win division or not, I don't care. If they make the playoffs and Jameis Winston is on that team while they make the playoffs, I will get a Jameis Winston jersey, a number three. Customized crab legs. Customized crab yes, sir. legs. I like it. So that's my bet for uh, – our predictions. I am giving. I haven't given a record. All right. What's your because record? of the talent they have? They're really talented on defense too. Mm-hmm. Six and ten. I almost jumped out and said seven and nine, but that's that's a lot. <laughs> Six and ten. Joey. Yeah, I'm. I think I'm right with Malik. I I almost went six and ten, but I think I'm gonna go with five and eleven. Just because of the Panthers I don't, I don't and the think Saints. They won't be as horrible as people think to me. Yeah, I think they're going to be really competitive. 
Uh, Jameis is obviously the biggest question, but they, they have talent around him. Like you said, Ronald Jones, they, they do have Peyton Barber that maybe he could still work out. Good backup. Um, Mike Evans is one of the best receivers in the league. Uh, OJ Howard is a solid tight end. Their defense is pretty good. Like Malik said, they drafted Devin White. Eh, Sue is kind of aging, but you know, he's there. The fact that him and Deshaun Jackson didn't work out really, that one sucked. Yeah. 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 Although was, him and Fitzpatrick worked out, which <laughs> right. sucked even more for him. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think this team is, has more talent than people give them credit for, but playing the Panthers twice, playing the Saints twice is going to be very hard. So, I'm going to stick with 5 and 11. Move on to the NFC West. Uh, actually, so our South Division winner is going to be the Saints. You guys picked the Saints, I picked the Panthers. Uh, moving on, NFC West, uh, LA Rams. Lost to the Patriots in the Super Bowl 53, 13-3, in one of the more uneventful Super Bowls. Where do we see the Rams go from here? Joey. Uh, they could make it right back, to be honest. They're best defense in the league. Um, you know, their offense has become very solid with Todd Gurley. Jared Goff has looked good. It's They're more than solid. They've looked yeah, yeah great at certain points. Cooper Cup seems to always surprise. What's his name? Cooper Cup. Robert Woods finally emerged as a like go-to guy last year. Yeah. I mean, you just look at the names on their defense. They added Clay Matthews. Yeah, he's getting up there. So he's more of a just veteran leadership. Aaron Donald, Akib Talib, Eric Weddle. There's all these like veteran guys along with their young talent. Yeah. Just makes them so scary. And I'm pretty sure that they just pretty easily win this division. I'm going to put them at, uh, I didn't look at their schedule, 13-3. and three. Malik? I'm giving them the best record in the league this year. 14-2. and two. Didn't you give a 14-2 and two record already? No, that was no. me. I gave the Saints 14-2. Okay. Yeah, the Rams has a, have a fairly easy schedule. And then I got 15 and one. I got a middle 16 and I'm going to go out on a bold limb. 15 15 and one. one. They got to play the saints and the Browns back to back. That's, that's my one limb. I'm just going to go out on. Forget (laughs) it. Yeah. I'm going to go 11 and five because I don't think they're as concerned about the regular season as much. They're going to be more concerned about once they get to the playoffs. Um, Seattle, Joey Seahawks. I like Seattle. I've been, Maybe it's just because I've been watch I've been watching their training camp on YouTube. Russell Wilson's been videoing it a lot, getting all their offensive guys together. Uh, I think Russell Wilson is in the right mindset. I think everybody's super excited to see what DK Metcalf can do in the NFL. Their concern for me is probably their running game because it's been pretty inconsistent over the last few years. I think their defense is going to be. Solid again. It's it's nowhere near the Legion of Boom anymore. Having Bobby Wagner in that middle is yeah the key for them. Yeah, it's a huge thing. Um, they got. I hate to say it, they got Geno Smith and quarterback, but he's <laughs> trash. You shouldn't even argue. Paxton Lynch is their backup quarterback. Paxton Lynch. Yeah. Uh, I mean they added Ziggy Ansah. I didn't even realize they added Zeke yeah. on, so that's a real good move. I just noticed that. So, 
Um, they have Shaquem Griffin. I like. I, th I think their defense is solid. Um, their their running backs are good, but they just have been inconsistent for the most part. Um, I'm gonna give them ten and six. Yeah, I'm gonna go ten and six. That's where I'm at with them too. Ten and six. I really like them. I'm just not sure if they're at the Rams level. Malik, what do you think about Seattle? I'm going 11-5. I think Russell Wilson puts people on notice this season. He's been balling out nonstop ever since he got into the NFL. He's been carrying often when Marshawn Lynch left, he still carries his offense to the playoffs with okay weapons. He got Tyler Lockett, had him emerge as a really good guy. Doug Baldwin became a Pro Bowl receiver under Russell Wilson. There's a lot of hype under DK Metcalf. I'm not the biggest guy on him. I think he has a lot of work to do to become a complete receiver. But he's going to show signs of being really good this season because Russell's going to put him the put him in the best place to be the best player he can be. And I think Rashad Penny is going to emerge as a number one for them this season. And the defense will do what they do 11-5. What about the 49ers? Jimmy G is back. 49ers are kind of a weird team. I think they, they have, have that eight and eight vibe to me. I think they still don't have the, the I, talent they need for Jimmy to take them to like I was gonna say, to the playoffs. They still don't have what he needs. I don't see them at eight and eight. I think they're getting better. They have some pieces, but yeah, I, I agree with Malik. Like Garoppolo doesn't have a lot of thing guys that he can throw to. Yeah, some talent. Yeah, some good young guys. Um. Kittles is good, tight end. Um, is, is Marquise Goodwin their number one receiver? Uh, either him or the – I forgot the guy they drafted from Washington last year, but they drafted Debo Samuel from South Carolina. Right. Uh, their defense is all right. Uh, they got D Ford, solid. Um, I see them – Their front seven is going to be really good. Yeah. They made some really good picks. I just see them at five and eleven. I think seven and nine. I don't. I don't think they'll be five and eleven. I think having Jimmy G healthy is going to make a huge difference for them, like when he came in a few years ago. Mm. Yeah, I, 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 I'll give them seven and nine. I'm gonna stick with my eight and eight, uh, and move on to the Cardinals, who I think could be one of the could be the worst team in the NFL next year. I'm not a fan of the Cardinals. Uh, I'm gonna go three wins with the Cardinals next year. I'm a fan of everything. Kyler Murray does, but it's his first the team, year. I'm saying the team isn't good enough. That's why I'm going to say the team is not good enough. That O line is still he's going to get beat up. Garbage. He's going to get beat up. I don't think he'll get beat up as much because his ability to slide and his ability to get outside the pocket is going to be huge for that team and why they might pull off some upsets. But I'm well, going to give that O line could lead to a lot of RG three issues for Kyler Murray. RG three. <laughs> All he knew how to do was run full speed. He couldn't slide. He couldn't wiggle. He he did not have what Kyler has. Okay. I'm going to give them 4 and 12. I think they pull off an upset or two, but I still think they're not a very good team. I'm going 4 and 12 as well. Um I don't like that they get to play the Lions on their first week. Another Lions season opener where they don't play be a rookie quarterback. Kyler lights them up. <laughs> Do not be surprised. That just scares me. <laughs> Even though Lions defense has gotten better, um, but yeah, I think four and twelve. 
their their schedule is actually pretty tough. Um, besides their game, they have like the Bengals and the Giants that are like winnable games. But I think just everybody else in the division is too good. And yeah, four and twelve. So we got the Rams winning the NFC West division, unanimous decision. Uh, moving on, NFC North. It's about to get real. Last division. Let's talk about those Chicago Bears. Are you all in? Are they winning the division this year? Malik, I think you're all in on the Bears. And you're not. This is a race between the Bears and the Vikings. You're not even putting the Packers in there? You got The I, Packers I are always in there. Besides Devontae Adams, I don't believe in that, in that baby Aaron receiving Rodgers core. Aaron Rodgers is a monster. He is, but... Look what happened with the baby receiving core last year, and he lost Randall Cobb. Devontae Adams is his one sure thing, and besides that, he has some guys that there he's still building chemistry with. Mitch Trubisky looks really good at some times and really bad at some times, and it is, it's almost impossible to figure out why he can throw a perfect pass on third and 15 at one point, and on second and five, he'll just miss a cross route just for some reason and throw a pick. That defense is so young and so ferocious and good. This is a 10 or 11 win team just based off of that. And the fact that Trubisky can be really good at times. But can how is he going to stop the inconsistencies? I just don't know yet. How Have they developed a way for him to just stick in those good moments? That's, that's the biggest thing for me. I, you know what? Yeah, I'll go Bears winning the division. Yeah. I will give them 11 and 5 winning the division. Joey. I think the Bears are the most likely to win the division. And I kind of I agree with Malik on the Mitch Trubisky thing. He'll be a big factor for this team. My biggest question mark I think is going to be the running back situation. Trading away Jordan Howard I thought was a little bit odd. I know they have a veteran in Mike Davis now. But it's going to be another one of those teams that runs running back by committee. Obviously, their defense is going to be good. Khalil Mack is going to be a nightmare in the NFC North. I just think that they're the most, like, I think the NFC North is the most interesting division in the NFL. And I think that with all the teams having different inconsistencies, I think the Bears are the most likely to stay solid throughout the season. So I think they're going to go 10 and 6 and win the division. And I got them at 10 and 6 as well. And you guys already think the Bears are winning the division? I I think the Vikings are going to put up a fight. That's what I think. I honestly think that anybody could win the division. I just think the Bears are most likely. Except the Lions. Mm -hmm. Anybody? Yeah. Yeah. Awkward. Uh, moving on. The hey, Packers. you got to have your Jets take, so. I'm just saying. Awkward. Packers. Joey. The bad Yikes. man. Aaron Rodgers. I was going to say, it's very similar to these other NFC North teams. It's going to depend on the quarterback. Aaron Rodgers, I think, is still one of the best in the league. And he's going to really have to will his team to make a run in this division, I think. Uh, they're either going to be really good or not so good at all. And I think because 
they don't have a lot of weapons, that it's not going to be very good. I think they're going to be close in games, but I don't know if Aaron Rodgers is going to be able to will this team to victories. I'm going to go with seven and nine. Yeah. Malik? Eight and eight. I'm with you on that. I got as, eight, yeah, eight as well. As, as a whole, you have the new coach plus. Yeah, as a whole, I don't see them. I don't see a really good team with the talent and the new coach. I don't see it. Yeah, I agree with you completely. Let's move on to the Vikings. I got those guys at seven and nine. I think they're my disappointment in this division. Um, I think they take a step back. They have a lot of talent. I think they they could do something. I just there's something holding me back from committing to them to be in contention with the Bears to win this division. So I'm going seven and nine for the Vikes. I have them at ten and six. I think that that talent is going to win games for them. Stephon Diggs and Adam Thielen. Come on. But there's the, always the a surprising two, team that takes a step back, and we don't really know why until the season starts. So I always try to throw those in there. And that's, I think this is to one me, of my it, teams. it would probably have to be injury for them to fall off because Cousins, Diggs, and Thielen are going to produce. If they're healthy, they are going to produce. That's not going to fall off. The defense was one of the, probably the best two years ago. Last season, things just got weird. They're returning with all that talent. They should still be a top five defense. They should. We'll see what happens. I have them at ten and six. I think they. I think it's another frustrating year for Vikings fans. Just an, another shortcoming. Joey. Hmm. I'm not a big fan of the Vikings either. You've I'd, never been a big fan of the Vikings. That's true. <laughs> but I was right last year. Um, I think this team is going to finish seven and nine as well. Because of injury or for some reason somebody I just, think, just doesn't play yeah, well. I just think it's gonna be for some some reason. They're just not gonna come together. I agree with Malik. I think they have the talent. There's just something off about this team. And I guess Dalvin Cook is a big question mark for if he can stay healthy, that would make this team a lot better, I think. But I don't know. I don't know if I completely trust Kirk Cousins. I don't know if there's a lot of like weird little issues with this team that I just don't I don't see working out. So I think they're going to be 7 to 9. Let me start off the line talk. <laughs> and then I'm going to go to Malik and then I'm going to go to Joe to let him if have you his You give them time. four wins oh, yeah. or something you, stupid. You know this is going from low to middle ground to optimistic. You know that's how this is about yeah. to go. How many wins did I give the Jets? Four. All right, maybe it's fair. <laughs> Um, but you have to keep in mind too. I'm still a Lions fan. I have them winning eight games next year. I think they're going to be tied for second in the division with the Packers. They have a lot of talent. I think Patricia takes finally kind of establishes something. If there's going to be a year for Patricia, to show that he's a good coach and for the Lions to be somewhat okay and maybe Stafford's best season in a little bit, I think it's this next year. The talent is going to win games for them. I think having Patricia for a second year now, there's no kind of rough start to the year. I think they know what they get with Patricia, and these guys are going to buy in a little bit more, and that's going to play a big factor.
factor. Lions eight and eight. Malik, you have the floor. Chris Pappas, you have convinced me. Eight and eight Lions. Really? I I started thinking hard when you said that. O line is getting better. Carry on Johnson coming back. Still got Kenny Galladay. Still got uh Marvin Jones. Brought in TJ Hawkinson. Got maybe, maybe the best corner in the league. Top three. And a young, energetic, growing defense. Eight and eight. Yeah. Joey, let's hear this 10-win prediction. I love Middle you ground Lions. I like it. I think the talent that the Lions have added in the offseason was great. They addressed a lot of needs. Their offensive line is getting better. Carrion Johnson needs to make a big step up, I think, is the biggest concern for me, is if they can actually get the running game to go. Consistent. And this is a make-or-break-it year, I believe, for Matthew Stafford. So I'm hoping that he steps up. What year is this in his ridiculous contract? Is this year three or four? I don't know. I can't remember what year they get. Okay. I'm not sure. Um, Their defense is knocking on the door, I think, of top 10 defenses in the league, potentially. I think top 15 I still I have I gotta easy. see something from that D line. Yeah. To, to I gotta give see them something that from that O line. Yeah. I mean I'm just a I think that Trey Flowers is gonna work. I think Damian Harrison is gonna work. They got I think like Chris said, I think they have too much talent and that talent's gonna win games. But I'm going nine and seven and I think they're just gonna miss the playoffs and I'm gonna be super disappointed. Well, if they made the playoffs, like <laughs> Remember when they played the Seahawks when they went nine and seven a few years ago and uh yeah. 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 But even I would love for them to just make the playoffs. But I don't know. Their schedule is pretty tough. After the first game is the Cardinals, then they play the Chargers, Eagles, Chiefs, Packers, Vikings are big ones. But then they play the Giants and the Raiders, which are winnable. Bears is gonna be a tough one. Cowboys is kind of tough. Redskins should be winnable. And it always comes down to the division. Um, but I don't know. The division is such a toss-up that, you know, if the Lions win those division games, they could be 10-6. and 10-6 Lions is I just think it's going to be another disappointment. They're just going to come up just short, and it's going to be haunting us. So we got our division winners in the AFC North, the Browns, AFC South, the Texans, AFC East, the Patriots, the AFC West, the Chiefs, NFC East, Eagles, NFC South, Saints, NFC West, Rams, and the NFC North, Bears. A lot of chalk there from last year, fellas. Uh, I'm not sure I like it. Um, But that's where we stand for our NFL preview. Season just around the corner. Get your fantasy league set up because I still haven't gotten mine set up. And a lot I'm of people really picking carry on. I'm picking them number one. Just kidding. That's oh for boy. Le'Veon Bell. That's Le'Veon Bell. People have good reason for picking them. For Le'Veon, I know. Mm. Saquon number one pick for everybody. I'm pretty sure. All right. Well, that's gonna do it for us today, guys. See you next week. Views from the sidelines. I can't wait till we get to see Chris's pickums. More disappointment from that side. It's all that's coming. Not cool.